Hey, friends and fellow readers, welcome to another episode of Athens Booked Podcast, where I sit down every week and chat with bookstagrammers, readers, and indie authors about all things, you guessed it, books. Hey, hi, hello, and thank you for tuning back into another episode of Athens Booked Podcast. This week was such a fun week. I think I have successfully made Jessica Costello, author of Coffee in the Contingency Plan, my friend, which is probably, as you guys know, my total ulterior motive for starting this podcast. Um, It was so fun, though, for real, to talk with Jessica and You guys, she gave us the exclusive on who the main characters are for book two coming out spring or summer of next year. And I cannot wait to share that with you guys. So here we go. All right. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm so excited to talk everything that is Val and Brody. And I think you just mentioned this on Instagram the other day, but how long has your book been out now? Just over three weeks. So uh, September 13th. Yeah. Three weeks in a day. So yeah, so just a few weeks. That's so exciting. Um, So in case anyone listening maybe hasn't um, read it quite yet, do you want to give a little elevator pitch or blurb for Coffee in the Contingency Plan? Absolutely. So I feel like I should have this tattooed on my arm or something so that I can remember it because (laughs) every time I get asked it, I like freeze. But then (laughs) when I'm not being asked, I'm like, oh yeah, it's this, 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 and this. Yeah. Um, I guess the best way to describe it is a straight A student and they're in college. So a straight A student and kind of the party boy of his friend group um, meet by chance and in a coffee shop, of course, because it's coffee in the contingency plan. And um, they kind of break apart thinking they'll never see each other again because she is not about that life right now. She is one track mind going to graduate and then they end up being partners in one of their classes. So that plan does not happen. (laughs) Some forced proximity there. (laughs) Yes. And the part that I left out is he is her high school crush because she used to go to his baseball games with her friend. So she knew who he was. He did not know her, but then he kind of falls first. So it's kind of fun. <laughs> yes, their meet cute in the coffee shop was so <laughs> fun and, and different where, you know, especially when you kind of find out that she does know him and totally was crushing on him in high school. And he's just like, but he's still such a gentleman to her, though, you know, with with kind right. of their, I don't know, we when I was talking with Chelsea the other day, we called it kind of the opposite of a meat cute is kind of a meat mess up. <laughs> yeah, that's a really cute way to put it. I actually listened to that episode today, too. So I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you did. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, this is also your debut novel, which I really don't think it read that way at all, by the way. Thank you. That's nice to know. 
it it didn't. It was so so well done. Um, but your debut novel, self published. Can you give us kind of um, a little insight into your journey, how how that even came about? So back when I was seventeen, I got my first laptop, and I don't even know how it started. I was just bored up in my room one day, and I loved reading books, and I just started typing and a story came out of it. (laughs) And the funny part is at some point I had even written down, become a published author in the back of one of my journals as like my bucket list item. And so ever since then it's been on my radar and I pretty much read, well, actually I wrote all the time up until I went to college and then kind of started hating college. So I just wrote every single night, it felt like. And um, I was always writing something and nothing of that has seen the light of day because this is a story that I started like two or three years ago. Actually, (laughs) oddly enough, started as the last couple in this series's book and I wrote that whole first draft oh wow and then I liked the side characters way too much and I decided to go all the way back to the beginning so (laughs) oh my gosh that's fun so you have already kind of got a draft started for a couple that we've or at least a character that we've seen this things have changed just because I mean things have changed a lot but I'm trying to keep a lot of the storyline the same just so because I loved it so much. But yeah, um, I loved Val and Brody because they were kind of the mom and dad of the group um, mm-hmm. in that last book. So I was like, well, they obviously have to be the first couple to get together because they're the mom and dad. And so yeah. I was like, well, if they're going to be together that long, they have to meet in college. Right. So that's kind of how it started. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well that is so fun. So, um, so it, their story just kind of came about because you really had already written them. Yeah. Then. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. Characters and then I was like, no. I've always wanted to do like one of those interconnected uh series, so I just was like, I'm doing it. I don't care. <laughs> That's awesome. So you kind of already knew where they were going to end up and their roles in their, you know, friend group and things like that. But when did it hit you that like, well, this was their story or was that kind of easy with already kind of knowing their characters? Yeah, kind of. It was more of like a, I was reading back through the, doing the first draft of what, started as the first book and yeah I was just like "Ah, I really like those characters how could I like write their story and I was always like oh I could probably just do like a novella down the road of like their beginning and then I was like no and then I it it just started coming to me and I was like okay I really have to write their story because I literally never thought I would write a new adult novel I just felt like that's like Colleen Hoover and like (laughs) those people do that and I'm like yeah that's never gonna be something I do and then here it's my first debut novel here we are (laughs) (laughs) yes things don't always 
<laughs> so you finally got it all down on paper. You got their whole story figured out, which is really good. And also has some really deep moments too, which yeah. I was, I'll send you the picture of me crying at the end. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to do it before. And I was like, no, that's a little too much, but I'll send it to you. It's pretty funny. Um, no, I love it. <laughs> but how did you then get started with the self-publishing? Did you query it all or did you just go for it? I actually didn't even plan on trying for traditional. I just knew I was going to have to have a nine to five job during all that. And I know yeah. that some people can do a nine to five in traditional publishing and that's amazing. I just knew I wanted to go at my own pace and yeah. I didn't have a clue of what I was doing. So <laughs> it was almost like that's fair. every single step I got to, I just was like, okay, now I have to figure out this part. And then I just took it step by step, literally. So. <laughs> well, it turned out beautifully. Your cover is so cute. Oh, man, that ink and laurel is amazing. <laughs> so beautiful. I got to I got to order my physical copy too now that we're talking about this. I can't believe I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I have one sitting right here next to me. Ooh. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Yeah. So cute. yeah. Okay, well, I'll be getting on your website when we're done. Love okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Um so obviously you you've been writing for a while, you know, since you're a teen and and reading and stuff. Was there any tropes that inspire you or that you are excited to write or were excited to like put into this book and then on the flip side are there any that you like hate I love this question <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this question too and honestly it's weird to think back on it but I didn't know even what a trope was until I found bookstagram I don't think I mean same <laughs> it's like I knew there were things that always showed up in love stories and whatnot but I didn't know there was like a specific name for it. Right. <laughs> and now that I do know what it means, it's always weird to like talk to people who aren't on Bookstagram and be like, oh, yeah, it's like friends to lovers. And they're like, oh, yeah. They're like, and then okay. I, or I say the word trope and they're like, um, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, my favorite trope recently in the past few years I don't know what it is about it, but every time I read a marriage in trouble or is that what you call it? Yeah, I think so. Oh Something gosh. like that. I just I don't know why, but I just love them so much because I love seeing those people come back together. Um, and then obviously I love friends to lovers. Oh my gosh, I have so <laughs> many favorites, but <laughs> my least favorite is so easy to pick out. So I used to work in a middle school and I picked up a book without having any clue what I was getting myself into and it was like a student teacher and I was like oh, oh this is one thing I cannot do yeah I work with students every day like nope yeah like my yeah, no, can't go there <laughs> oh gosh and then I guess I'm I've never really been a huge fan of love triangles either Ugh, me neither I hate them <laughs> It's like I could see it being fun to write it. Yeah. But I feel like I just, I've seen some done well, but I mean, not very often. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like that'd be too much pressure. <laughs> They're just so frustrating. I feel like 
I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. They, you're right. There are some that are done done well, but it seems rare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but speaking of Bookstagram, and like you said, it it is kind of so different talking to people in real life that either aren't huge yeah. readers or or aren't a part of that community to kind of get rid of that jargon for them to understand what you're talking about. <laughs> but did you have a bookstagram before or did you just join like now as an author? Oh gosh, this is an embarrassing. <laughs> so <laughs> my account actually started as a Instagram poetry account. Okay. I was a hashtag Instagram poet. <laughs> Or so I thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> I read or I wrote, I wrote poetry after I had already started loving writing stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just my way of starting as a writer, I guess, in like a public place. I literally told just my sister, I just started a poetry account and wow. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Like I didn't even want to attach my name to it. Yeah. But I did. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Jessica Costello now, but it was my maiden name before. Like I was like, if people find it, they find it. I'm not gonna ever tell them. And yeah. I accidentally yeah. one time, oh gosh, what was I doing? I think I was looking something up a friend was telling me to like look at somebody's post and I looked at it and I liked it and I was on my poetry account uh-huh. and then that person found me and then like it just I was like oh no everyone just like, found no. me <laughs> so yeah I mean it was never going to be like my romance novel was ever going to be hidden from people in my real life because I had already messed that up <laughs> so <laughs> yeah I don't know how people do it either. Like people say like all the time, oh yeah, I don't tell anyone that I write romance. And it's like, I guess I can understand why some people wouldn't, but it's also Mm -hmm. a huge deal. Like you did something awesome. You should tell people about it because, and if you are listening to this and you don't want to tell people about it, just know that a lot of the stuff that I had right at release day was people that know me in real life and I was not expecting it like (laughs) people came out of the woodwork about it like messaging me on Facebook and stuff saying oh my gosh I loved your book I'm like I didn't even expect you to read it like thank you it's it's crazy how many people I've heard from since three weeks ago (laughs) that is so awesome yeah Yeah. everyone rallying around you that's that's so sweet A crazy feeling, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I can't imagine. I really can't putting <laughs> something that you've worked on for, yeah. I mean, years, like, <laughs> out mm-hmm. into the world. Yeah, like aunts, uncles, parents, <laughs> spouses, parents, like, yeah, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to read your book. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> like, I don't even know what my reaction's supposed to be. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what even with this podcast, if um, my friend was like, and my grandma, she was like, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't listen to when we talk about spicy stuff. (laughs) Right. I know. It's so hard to like, they always say to write what you want to read or whatever. And like, 
I will admit there's times where I'm like, yeah, but this family member is going to read this or something, you know, and I'm just like, oh, it like really <laughs> psyched me out there for a while. I think that's yeah. one thing that took me so long to read or to write this book is I really was like, oh, am I really going to put this out in the world? <laughs> like, But I just kind of got over it. Yeah. It's still scary, but it's awesome also. <laughs> I mean, I met you because of my book. So yes. that's all you need well, to know right there. Hey, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that's true. Look how many friends you'll meet if you just publish the book. Oh, amazing. <laughs> this is so awesome. Okay, well, let's get into talking about Coffee and the Contingency Plan because oh, it was such a fun college romance but there was some fun twists. And so as far as the characters, I mean, especially Val and Brody, but there are so many good side characters that I'm so excited for their books down the road. Are they inspired by anyone in real life or? No, there's like little bits of like mostly me, a little bit of my husband and like my sister, my be a little bit in there and stuff like uh -huh. little bits and pieces of people but I never like modeled one person after somebody I know that could be dangerous I feel like <laughs> <laughs> you're like please don't notice this because <laughs> yeah. um Val gets her love for markers and pens and calligraphy and journaling and stuff like that from me and I don't know I don't I feel like Brody has a little bit of me in him, but I like I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> Just kind of that way. Yeah. Well, and speaking of Brody, was it hard at all to write from his perspective and to kind of get into like um you know what I mean? Like when you're writing yeah. from a male's headspace. I finding myself trying to say like bro and stuff. I'm like talk to guys all the time and people don't say that very much like I was like <laughs> like from the first draft Brody to the final draft Brody he was a very different guy so yeah it was definitely different <laughs> that's awesome it was, and it's like at the end you kind of almost have to read the chapters of his POV and make sure it like goes the same the entire way through so that he yeah. doesn't have like a what do they call it a personality transplant oh. or something <laughs> yeah um, in the middle he just interesting doing that I can't imagine like I can't imagine being like a straight woman that writes like male male romance like I just don't know how you would I, I there's mean, so yeah, much that goes into that like how do you do it I don't get it yeah. But there's some amazing ones out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy doing both POVs. I like yeah. it. It's favorite way to read it. So. Me too. I love having both perspectives and you really get to, I don't know, you just really get to see where their headspace is at. And I feel like a lot of the times it makes things less frustrating when you can just really get into their head and see like why they're making their the decisions that they are and things like that. Um, but especially right. with, with Brody, you, you really got to see his character development and I, well, mm -hmm. and Val too, honestly, like they just, 
to me were characters that truly made each other better like as the book went on and they just brought out like the best parts of each other I love them (laughs) yeah I really enjoyed writing that part like they were so supportive of each other and yeah I don't know I tried to make them like have really good communication but there's one part that some people didn't think they communicated very well but well they're people true and, and they're college kids I, mean, I shut down sometimes too so yeah. it's kind of realistic it is I mean truly and I mean what's a romance book without some miscommunication honestly let's be real right right what is also a romance book without a good baseball butt picture on a collage wall <laughs> oh my gosh oh I still like I still remember writing that and just like cackling and then being like, is that too childish to like leave in there? No. <laughs> but no, nope, it made it to the final round. It is still there. And it's no, still I there. laughed out loud. Were Did you have a collage wall like that? Or that was just you envisioning like the typical teenager? I just was thinking like, how can I embarrass Val so much by going back into her childhood bedroom? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> a butt picture because her best friend was a photographer for the yearbook. And she's like, here, here you go. Let's put this on the wall. So <laughs> that's perfect. I love that he recognized himself too. That made it better. Right. And she had tried to like, no, that was Mal. Like I had a huge crush on him. Like, why are you trying to say that to get yourself out of this? Like, makes no sense, but it was really funny to write it. <laughs> so hopefully it came across as funny. It did to me. I I laughed out loud. <laughs> Honestly, she goes through a lot of embarrassing moments, but they oh were gosh. never, like, too cringy or anything. They were hilarious. I didn't even realize I made her do so many embarrassing things until I, like, read it back after... My beta reader was like, oh my gosh, I had secondhand embarrassment so many times with Val. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. That that was a lot. (laughs) She went through a lot. Whoops. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) She made it out on the other side just fine. She sure did. And for the better. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Which, speaking of, they really do with, so not to give too much away, but they do both go through some family struggles I guess is the right word um was that hard to write at all honestly I feel like trying to pick the level of mean Brody's dad would be was the hardest part like I had him (laughs) being like really really mean in like one of the drafts and I kind of got talked out of making him that way by my editor she was like he doesn't have to be like I don't know she kind of helped me navigate that I guess yeah (laughs) because I was kind of stuck on it and I wasn't totally in love with it when I sent it to her so I'm glad she said something because I'm happy with how it ended up and then um I mean I lost my dad when I was seven so like having her lose her parents was kind of relatable for me. Obviously she was in a different mm-hmm. time of her life. She was in high school and she lost hers, but yeah, it was still kind of almost cathartic for me to write it because yeah. of, I don't know, 
there were some quotes in there that I don't remember exactly what I said at this point, but um, I just remember being like, yep, that is so true for me. Like, it yeah. was nice to write it. Yeah, to get that out. Yeah. And then especially the letter at the end. Oh, my gosh. That's when I cried. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that hit hard. Yeah, that one was hard. <clears throat> um, it was something that was in my mind for so long. Mm-hmm. And I kept not writing it and I kept not writing it. And then I got to, I think it was right before I sent my final draft to my editor. I was like, I'm writing it. I don't care. Yeah. Like I even think I added, I added and took away some parts just to make it work in there. So I'm glad I did it because I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and I no, cried was... the entire time I wrote it. So, I mean, there's that also. <laughs> that makes sense. If anyone listening, just be prepared <laughs> at the end. <laughs> there's a letter and there's that. <laughs> and <laughs> it is beautiful. And then I guess touching back on Brody's dad too, I do think how – it ended up being like their relationship. And I mean, he still was mean to him, I guess, is for lack of a better word or tough on him. And, and you do see that struggle and, you know, Brody's figuring out how, like where his boundaries are for that. But I don't think it was too far at the end where his, like, I don't want to spoil anything, but, (laughs) but his redemption or, or, slight redemption wasn't unbelievable like you could see where like maybe that could be reconciled at some point if he continued on that arc it was like one of those things in the story where they always say like wrap it up at the end or whatever but I figured since I have a series maybe I can show like them having a better relationship down the road or something. So yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. So I'm not going to make you admit anything. (laughs) Obviously I can't make you do anything first of all. Um, But you mentioned, obviously you have a draft of like the last book in the series kind of already started. Obviously things will change. I'm sure as you go, Mm. but have you also started book two? Do you know in which order things are going to go like in between the two that you've already got? Yeah. So (laughs) I was trying to get ahead a little bit. And last year I actually wrote the draft, the first draft of the second book during NaNoWriMo. Oh, wow. So um, some things changed because I was like trying to keep my forward momentum. And I was like, oh, that part that I wrote 20,000 words ago isn't going to be in that spot anymore. So it was like a complete mess, but I didn't want to go back and delete it and then keep going. I just kept my forward momentum. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. So that one, do you want to know who it is? Yes. (laughs) I'll cut it out (laughs) if you don't want everyone to know. (laughs) I'm fine with it. I think I'll probably just let this episode come out and then I'll just say it on Instagram or something. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm really excited, but it's going to be um, Hannah and Miles. 
Yeah. Yes. And there's going oh to be gosh. a wedding, but it's not theirs. They're not getting oh. married or anything. It's they get brought together because of a wedding. Oh my gosh. I'm yeah, so excited. So my brother who is Miles's best friend is getting married. And so it's going to be a brother's best friend romance. Oh, I'm so excited because that's actually it really is perfect, too, because we do see so much of that in book one right. of his infatuation yeah. with her. Oh, my mm. gosh. <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm really, I'm really happy with because I so I had to make some changes from the first draft. And I think I'm finally happy with what it is. And I'm like really excited to write it now because I'm like itching to write this certain part and I'm like I think I just I'm just gonna cruise right through it because I'm so yeah. excited <laughs> that's awesome yay oh my hopefully I'll be able to have it out by like May of next year I'm hoping but okay that's I'm exciting. not gonna like put a timeline on it because I did that with this last book and I felt really rushed at the end because mm-hmm. we bought a puppy and a house and life was crazy and I barely had time to write and I was like I'm going to publish my first book in like three months and I don't even know what like overwhelmed (laughs) hopefully by May but if not hopefully by the end of the summer yeah I'm guessing it'll be to May though hopefully so that's so exciting (laughs) well everybody listening go follow Jessica so you don't miss any of those updates because that's gonna be really good I love (laughs) brother's best friend romance like live for it And it's one of my favorites too. I forgot so to good. mention that one earlier, but yeah, definitely so a good. good one. And it's kind of funny because like my brother's three years older than me and it's like, yeah, weird to think about that. <laughs> so it's just like, like, on the page it's fun, but. <laughs> You're, yeah, right? <laughs> no, no, it's funny because I was just thinking the opposite because I'm the oldest by like quite a bit from my siblings so like my brothers are like eight and I think 12 years younger than me is the gap so they're young so yeah so I'm like that's weird (laughs) yeah but (laughs) I'm living out a weird fantasy if I had an older brother I guess (laughs) Mm -hmm. there you go (laughs) it works (laughs) it's just completely fictional for you yes (laughs) absolutely probably a good thing (laughs) So as far as, I mean, you're, you're a debut author. Now you have entered into the Bookstagram world, which is exciting. I've only mm-hmm. been on Bookstagram since February, but it's, I mean, it's the best. But as far as now with your book out and a new author, what is your favorite part of being in the community and in hand with that? Because, you know, everyone's different and everybody drives joy differently so like what brings you the most joy like from us as readers like how can we support you besides obviously buying your book oh my gosh um from both readers and other authors alike like the connection is the coolest thing I think that's come out of it so far and Mm -hmm. and like even as I kept saying oh I'm writing a book I'm writing a book and like I'd have author friends that already had books out and maybe they probably didn't even think I was being honest when I said, oh yeah, I'm writing a book. Like, <laughs> I think everyone says that to you when you're writing a book. So they probably didn't believe me, but it's cool <laughs> to become friends with other authors. And 
it's so cool to hear from your readers as well. Like, I love it. Yeah. And it's really cool that like people can read your words and then come up with something so like artistic, I guess. Yes. Because people did collages and just crazy stuff Mm -hmm. when my book came out and I was just like those are my characters like how (laughs) how how is this real like I can't believe it it's so cool I think of that all the time with like the aesthetic reels and stuff I'm like people are just they're insanely creative and how people can attach songs to books too like Mm -hmm. I I don't know how people do that it's amazing absolutely incredible it's so cool yeah Instagram is a very cool place. <laughs> it is. And like you said, the connections are just so cool. Like I'll never, ever get over it <laughs> ever. Right. Yeah. And um, I think I chatted with you right before we pushed go or whatever. And mm-hmm. getting to both ask other authors like for help and then also having other authors ask me for help is like so amazing because we're all just doing our best (laughs) like yeah I'm sorry if you had it in your head that self-published authors like know exactly what they're doing but we (laughs) most of the time do not (laughs) so to have so many people behind you Mm -hmm. and like willing to help you figure it out is so cool yeah I love it absolutely the indie author community from well now from talking to quite a few of you guys but from hearing from you guys about yeah how everyone just is absolutely willing to help everyone is really cool yeah and it's like kind of cool also to have this kind of camaraderie with people that had their debut novels come out right around the same time as yours and we're Mm -hmm. all just like oh my gosh we're so close and then like to see people pass the finish line is so awesome yeah I love cheering people on so it's absolutely (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) Just want to be like, we'll just be like a cheering squad over here. <laughs> right? It's yeah. awesome. Okay. Well, I did put a Q&A box up on my stories and we did get a few questions Ooh. if we want to pop into some of those. Okay. First question is, who would you fan cast if your book was adapted to screen? This is a hard one. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so hard. Oh man. I can't remember the actress, but my friend... She's like been super supportive of me. Her name is Tori. She's been supportive of me since like my poetry days and she's just been here forever. But um, she sent me somebody and she had blonde curly hair and I don't even remember who it was now, but she's like, if your book ever turned into a movie, you should have this girl. And I was like, that does look exactly like Val. Like, yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy. And then... um. Another reader actually pointed out that um, Steve Harrington from Stranger Things actually kind of reminded her of Brody. And I was like, what? (laughs) And then she (laughs) sent me like a picture of him with glasses on. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Gosh. I can actually see it now. It's so crazy. (laughs) That's funny. I guess that's my answer. I don't know who the girl would be because I can't remember her name. I can see her face, but. I'm so bad with actress names that I haven't Me too. <laughs> obsessed with. <laughs> <laughs> but there is someone out there that <laughs> that yeah. looks like her. So, hey. 
Okay, second question <laughs> was, what was your biggest fear with publishing? Oh my gosh. Um, Besides the one I already talked about, like people I know reading it and being like, you wrote what? Like, <laughs> that is kind of a fear that I had. And it kind of held me back for a little while. And then um, another fear is also like putting something out so personally, because every author puts a little bit of themselves into their books mm-hmm. and to put it out there and then have it almost like bashed is like really scary <laughs> because yeah, I've even heard other people say like, I built this character around myself and then people told me that they hated that character. Like that would be so hard. <laughs> so that was oh, a yeah. huge fear of mine, but I have just kind of, I've kind of, looked at my Goodreads just to see like how many ratings there are mm-hmm. but I don't click into it anymore I'm just like mm, nope I don't I was know. gonna ask <laughs> is it easy to kind of put blinders on too if there are negative reviews I I didn't look either it really isn't but I'm like, I'm like forcing myself to do it because I mean I I literally have Goodreads up in my browser on my phone and I just like click into it Mm -hmm. but it's mostly just to see like the stats rather than the reviews because I just want to make sure that it's growing and not just like staying stagnant (laughs) yeah and I'm amazed by how many people have read it already like I thought maybe I don't know I just I really didn't know what to expect publishing for the first time and like yeah I have a little bit of a following, but not anything huge. So I was just kind of like, guess we'll just put it out there and see what happens. Yeah. So yeah, it went way better than I could have ever expected. That's awesome. Like the first month just finished and like the numbers kind of baffled me. It was like, how did that happen? <laughs> Yay, that's exciting. Well, congratulations. Very well deserved. I'm glad it's picking up because I did love it so much it was so good okay before I just ramble on (laughs) um next question was how did you decide on your cover art I love this question Ooh, yeah so gosh so obviously I talked earlier about Sam from Ink and Laurel was Mm -hmm. my cover designer and I told her from the very beginning I kind of had do you know that scene in um, when Harry met Sally, <laughs> when she says, "I'll have what he's had," uh, "I'll have what she's having." Yeah. Um. So how they're like sitting there with the table between them, and you can like see both of their chairs. I had something kind of like that as my idea, <laughs> and oh gosh, I should bust this out sometime and like post it. But it's really embarrassing. I tried. <laughs> I thought I was gonna actually do my own. Oh wow! Book cover. And it just turned out to be way too much to do in that amount of time. Like Mm -hmm. I probably could have done it. It definitely wouldn't have been this beautiful, but (laughs) like, it's just a lot. So the people who do their own covers, I applaud you and you're amazing because I can't imagine doing my cover and my book and how much time it would actually take me to get it to where I like both. (laughs) But um, yeah, so she kind of gives you a few different things to go off of and she 
gave me like, I think it was like six black and white photos to go off of. And I was like, they spend most of their time in a coffee shop and they're in the library a lot together. So those are kind of the two settings I gave her. Mm -hmm. And so she did some coffee shop stuff. And then I actually wrote the part where he finds that room in the library, you know? Yeah. Um, I wrote that after she finished my cover because I wanted it to like tie it in a little bit. Oh, so, wow. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. Cause I like the books on like the edge and stuff. So I was like, yeah. So you like created this whole scene in this whole room <laughs> from that. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I told her that. She's like, oh, that's so cool. So yeah, it was kind of fun. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. Everything. Well, everything. Sam from Ink and Laurel does is phenomenal but yeah she's very talented but everyone that I've talked to that's worked with her just says that she's like really awesome to work with and I think that's so cool she is and I don't know she's just so good at what she does and she's really fun to talk to about books and everything and she's doing book number two starting she is I think November 1st so oh my gosh that's less than a month away (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. That's exciting. I'm so excited to uh, see that and see what little <laughs> what little hints there are on that one. <laughs> oh my god. I can like see something in my mind, so hopefully she likes my ideas. <laughs> That's so awesome. Okay, this is another very fun question that I thought tied in wonderfully. And it is what is your go-to coffee order? Ooh. That's a really good one. So <laughs> Val talks about her white chocolate mochas all the time. And that was definitely from me because that's my go-to. That's fun. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. My friend got me onto them and I tried it one time and I was like, okay, that's my favorite. I actually have <laughs> some creamer in my fridge right now. That's white chocolate mocha. So <laughs> that tells you anything. That's awesome. I love it. By the way, I just bought this Nespresso (gasps) machine. Nespresso is everything. Yeah. I have told myself for years, I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. And then my coffee machine started leaking that I had Mm -hmm. right when we moved. And it was leaking all over the place. And I was like, this is the time. And it was like prime day. So oh. I just went and found the best deal I could find. And I was like, hey, yeah. now I don't have to feel so bad. <laughs> that, that was yeah. me. I got mine on a QVC deal. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I'm so glad that you have one and you love it. It is the best. I, I could never go yeah. back. And I, like I um, am horrible at going to the store <laughs> to like get mm-hmm. groceries. Um But anyway, so I had no breakfast food the other day and I was like, well, I'll just swing through Starbucks and pick up like a breakfast sandwich Mm -hmm. because it was on my way to work. And I was like, but I I made my own coffee at home (laughs) and just took it with me. I like it better. I don't know. (laughs) So weird. Like I used to crave going to a coffee shop. Now I Mm -hmm. don't at all. Like it's the best thing I've ever done for myself. (laughs) Yes, it's so good. Even on the weekends. I used to always find a way to tell my husband, like, yeah, but we need to get coffee first. Like, no, it's yeah. now. We can't leave until I make my coffee. <laughs> my coffee. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it is. I I love it. I stand by it. I think Miranda Valentine 
a friend of mine, she, we were in my DMs the other day talking about she has one too. And she thinks the same thing. Like she's got her latte down to a science. Yes. And truly, I don't even do anything fancy either. I'm like, I don't know why I like it better than some fancy yeah. coffee shop. Cause I literally don't use any like syrup or anything but it's just their flavored coffee is good and i swear their it shipping is. is faster than like amazon it gets here i agree so fast i i think it was like a hundred dollars you had to hit or something like crazy like that to use a coupon that i had yeah that they gave me for like the oh welcome to the family or whatever yeah and so i got a uh, so much and i mean it's gonna last me forever so it's fine but it was a huge box and it showed up like I think a day, day and a half after I ordered it. I was like, how on yeah. earth? I don't know how they do it. It's phenomenal. I yeah. um I had this mail stealing saga thing. It it's embarrassing because I don't think anyone was actually stealing my mail except for maybe one time, but I've just had then got it in my head that someone was stealing my mail. <laughs> and oh uh, I'd ordered coffee and I checked my mail and it said it was delivered but I couldn't find it anywhere and like you know sometimes it gets delivered across the street but it wasn't over there and um I just couldn't find it anywhere and on the Nespresso app you can't say that it was stolen until like 24 hours since they said it was delivered and I was like that's fine well I'll just order more whatever it'll get here fast I'll only be a day or two without my coffee um but my sister had just moved in with me and I didn't realize that she'd brought it in and I just didn't see where she put it And I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Uh, yeah, so on Prime Day, I bought a ring doorbell so I could see my packages and <laughs> know that they weren't stolen. Um, but but hey, you know what? I said, well, at least I have coffee that'll last me like three months. <laughs> right. Now you'll have two times as much. <laughs> it's fine. That's so funny. Uh, but I did love your one little quote. And the only reason I know this word for word is because... I was going through my highlights before, but I love in like the first chapter where you said something like behind every morning person is a coffee addiction. <laughs> like what? It's so true. Yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting to have your Nespresso to, to look forward to. Right. And I think maybe a month before or so, uh, I before pub day, I started trying to wake up at like 5 a.m. It's not working as much now as it was then because it was like a need at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm such a procrastinator until like the very last moment. And then that's like when I do my best work. So I think that had something to do with it. And like I had been sleeping in way later than I should have, like even just to get to work. And I started waking up at 5 a.m. I would make my coffee and I would just open my word document and then I'd get to work and it was like the best part of my day when I started doing that and I'm trying to become a morning person and I mean there's definitely coffee behind it so yeah I think that's kind of where that came from because I did change I think it was like the first line and I changed it like at the very very end I was like I thought the beginning was slow so I Mm -hmm. took a piece out and I re- did the first line. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was it was great. It hooked me right away. I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're picking up a book that's talking about coffee in the title, you're probably a coffee person. And if you're not, I apologize. But, yeah. <laughs> 
That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We, okay. Sorry about the coffee tangent, you guys. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was fitting for, like you said, that the coffee is in the name. Um, I mean, we have to talk about it. <laughs> um, so this question, I think we touched on it a little bit already. Um, but someone asked if you identify more with Val or Brody. Oh, man. Um, I would say... I'm like a good mixture of the two of them because she's like growing up, I was kind of the goody two shoes, like mom of the group. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even on purpose. It was just like the friends that I hung out with. That's just like how it happened. I don't even know. Yeah. But like, and Brody tries to go against everything his parents tell him to do. And like, well, actually just his dad, he likes his mom. But, Mm -hmm. and then I don't know. I would say I'm just a good mixture of both of them, honestly, I think. Yeah, it's fair. I really feel like I'm a lot like one of the characters I'm writing right now for book two. So, yeah. (laughs) That's exciting. Little hint drops. I love them. (laughs) Um, Well, the next two questions we actually touched on a little bit. It was where your idea from Coffee and the Contingency Plan came from and yeah. We kind of touched on that already, right? It was basically from right. a book book four in the series, right? Yeah. That you already know. <laughs> that's so that's still so cool. Um and then the other one is what you're working on now, which is book two. Yep. <laughs> or or do you have other things too that you're working on or or maybe in the future looking forward to to working on? Yeah, I'm trying to decide if I think this either is gonna have four or five books, depending on what I do. Um, possibly a novella thrown in there just to like kind of make everything make sense because there's kind of a jump between two books and I like don't know exactly how to navigate it yet but Mm -hmm. we'll figure it out and um, if it does end up being a little bit longer I think I might I have (laughs) the first book that I ever finished a first draft on well, I say that, but it really, I didn't ever count it as finishing the first draft because every time I thought I was finished, I'd go back and change something. And like, I was just so obsessed with like changing things and I never like finished, mm-hmm. but those two characters are still in my head and they're coming back and it's going to happen. So there's either that, but I feel like I have a lot of work to do and I feel like I'm going to have to be 100% focused on it. So that might come after, Mm -hmm. but I kind of want to do something like in the middle of this, if I can get all of my first drafts kind of done and like ready. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be, because I have like an idea is kind of more an adventurous type romance Um, my husband and I go out to Utah we've been there twice and hopefully are going back soon again and like we just love it yeah it's kind of funny um we were driving one time and I was telling him kind of my idea for this book that I want to write down the road and I would be like oh but I don't quite have that part figured out yet and then like we would just bounce back and forth with each other and we like literally wrote the entire book together it was oh my gosh I have to do that one yeah you do (laughs) that is so cool how cute it's gonna be bad because I like will take all the credit for it and he helped me with it but he also has been telling everyone he's like I wrote a book I wrote a book it's like 
what's mine is yours marriage goals so apparently i'm not the author i'm the (laughs) co-author not to everyone that he talks to at least right (laughs) that is so cute i love that oh my gosh okay well someone actually submitted this question on my last box but now I have to ask it to everyone because I love it so much. And it was, what is your favorite thing about Val and Brody? About them like together or should I say like as a separate? Yeah, or separate either way. Okay. I like I like the like maturity between the two of them and mm-hmm. how how they're both trying to make each other better because sometimes I get so annoyed with books making like one part of the couple like I don't know just make things hard for the other person you know what I yeah mean? absolutely and I didn't want like any games between them yeah besides like the chase of course because you have to have a little bit of yeah and their banter kind of lends to that too it's just <laughs> <laughs> their banter was so fun oh my gosh like, that's kind of how me and my husband talk to each other. So it was so easy. But like reading back on some of it, I was just like laughing so hard because I don't know. It's just so fun. It is. It's so fun. <laughs> so ridiculous that you like laugh at your own writing. I don't know. But that's what I no. do. I mean, I think everyone does. I went back yeah. and read. Um, it was a blog post that I wrote a really long time ago. And you really do forget you're like, when did this right. come to my brain? Uh, but yeah, I, I was laughing at myself. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, just like reading back on a thing that you wrote and being like, wow, I was so clever there. Like, how did I come up with that? Like, that sounds yeah. like somebody else's writing. Like, I'm yep. so amazed with myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Like, oh, maybe I do have a chance here. Who knows? Oh my gosh, I love that. No, they're grow together. And like I mentioned before, it was just for me, they're like, they just truly brought out the best in each other and really pushed each other, but in a good way. You know, it wasn't like that they were changing them as people. It was just making them kind of realize like what's important. And it was so good. Right. And that was kind of like what I was trying to do. Because it kind of started as an opposites attract story. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted them to each have something that the other person needed. Yeah. And like, it's kind of what they start off thinking that they don't need, but then mm-hmm. they find later that they did need it. And they it do. made them into a whole person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I know we chatted about this just a little bit before we... um before we hit record, but I thought it was so cute how you came up with the nicknames <laughs> that that Brody calls Val. So can you share with everyone? Because I do think it's just so cute. <laughs> yeah. So the first time I think they sit next to each other in class, she kind of like moves her hair or whatever. If you've ever sat close to somebody who just washed their hair, you can smell yes. the scent of their hair. And her her shampoo smells like cupcakes, or so he thinks. And he starts calling her cupcake every once in a while. And at first, she has no clue why he's saying it. And it's just like, stop, you're not calling me that. And he keeps going. And then once they get to know each other, he 
finally is like, I'm calling you that because your hair smells good and smells like a cupcake. So. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> oh, I do love them. Yeah. I never, I never knew I'd be able to do something like that. I've seen so many people do cute little names like that. And I was just like racking my brain the entire time. I was like, well, it's right there. Cause I already had yeah. it. And he's like, her hair smells like cupcakes, like all the time. So I was just like, it makes sense for him to call her that. It does. <laughs> I I told someone, I think it was Nellie last night when we were talking that, you know, I do love a good grumpy man, like morally gray, alpha, like whatever. Love that. Yeah. But lately I've been reading quite a few of like these sunshiny guys mm-hmm. and they they're they're converting me. Yeah. <laughs> I, they're so good, and I feel like do it for, me for some reason. I mean, Brody's kind of one of them too. You know, he just is the mm-hmm. life of the party. Yeah, and but so genuinely kind to her, and I so good. <laughs> yeah. At first, I thought I was gonna make him kind of a huge playboy, and then I was like, he's just not. I'm, I like. I kept trying and it felt forced. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, he's just a nice guy. He's just, <laughs> he's just a nice, sunshiny guy. <laughs> we love it. Yeah. And she kind of started out as a grump because she was so grumpy towards him. I almost called it a grumpy sunshine, but I didn't know if it was enough. It is kind of. She, she kind of changed basically. <laughs> she did, yeah. but she but he had to work for that though. That's true. Yeah. I did. I, <laughs> I've i been keeping notes um, now when I read, just like because I am notorious for putting off writing my reviews for way too long. Oh, <laughs> like, my gosh. Speaking of Nelly, I'm pretty sure I still need to write my review for her book, which was amazing, by the way. It was so good. Um, yes. But yeah, so, but it helped, I've learned that if I will kind of like keep track of my thoughts as I go, it helps me a lot when I inevitably take way too long <laughs> to write <laughs> my review. Um, that was actually really smart. It, it really does work. And I just have, I just make a new note, like with the title of the book in my phone. Um, but I, I remember one of mine for, for your book was just, um, actually, I'm just going to pull it up because, oh yeah, OMG, the nicknames with like three exclamation points. <laughs> That's so cute. Oh, yeah. Okay. I said, I love how he pushes her buttons, but she secretly loves it. Right. She, like, on the outside is like, ugh. But, like, she's like, oh, my gosh, I love this. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I also have the baseball butt photo with a little skull emoji in all caps. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just for you, I'm sorry. Well, are you reading anything right now or have you read anything recently that you've loved? What am I reading? I am reading is it almost maybes. Oh, the um, Abby No, no, sorry. That's yours truly. Anna Anna P, is it? Oh. Oh, and I just started the match cuz that's one of my Sarah Adams that I haven't read yet. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Almost maybes. It's a really cute cover. It looks like a... Oh my gosh, precious. Okay, I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, it's really good. Um, And then when I'm at work, I usually try to listen to pretty much audiobooks all day, but yeah, sometimes I can't do spicy when I'm at work. So <laughs> yeah. I either do black romance or I also just read 
Um, we're going to need more wine by, why can't I think of her name? Gabrielle Union. Oh. I just finished that like this afternoon. So mm-hmm. it was really good. Like, wow. It's crazy to get a deeper look into celebrities. Like, I never yeah. really thought that was my thing, but like, they have this like outside persona. And then mm-hmm. you find out they went through so much yeah. that you didn't even realize. Because I also into Jessica Simpson's too and that one was actually really good too it's crazy gosh I'll have to look those up it is crazy whenever you kind of pull back the curtain Mm -hmm. and you learn how yeah how much they've actually gone through it's crazy right well I'm excited for you to read the match you'll have to let me know what you think about it yes I'm excited because I guess technically now um I gosh I have such a long TBR I mean everyone does right (laughs) me too oh my gosh I can't even keep track so I need to read oh my gosh both of Julie Olivia's books yep I still need to read book two and I need to read the unexpected oh and unexpected paradise yeah so I need to read Chelsea's book. Oh my gosh, I've got so many I need to read. It's crazy. I've just been like gravitating towards audio because that's what I get to do because I'm sitting at a computer all day and like yeah. I get to just have it in my ear. Yep. Which is kind of ridiculous because I don't have an audio book. So how do I expect people to read my book if it's not on audio and they have a life like mine? They're just busy, but... <laughs> Find little times. It is what it is, right? Yeah. <laughs> um my I have like audiobook paralysis like I can never choose one I have like five I think unused audible credits because I just like I don't know I'm pretty okay at picking my next read especially right now I have so many that I like I want to get to that I'm really excited about um but anyways yeah you DM me later your favorite audiobooks (laughs) do yeah um... because I I do love them I just can never decide which one to get right And it's such a hard thing also because it could be an amazing book, but if the narrator is terrible, then it is not a good experience. (laughs) And then you just wasted all your money. True. It is crazy how much that affects it. Have you read, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to think of the author's name, but it's The Royals Next Door. I have not. Well, I liked it just fine, but I did listen to it on audio. And the narrator, like, I think did a good job, but she just wasn't like my favorite. And then it was single point of view. And so. So you don't get a break from it. You don't get a break from it. And then the male, like, love interest. Oh, it's like her trying to talk like this. (laughs) Yeah. And British. So like she. uh, Yeah. So I don't know if that had anything to do with it. And, And it was also like supposed. Well, it. It's forbidden romance, but like the whole time I was just like, I just don't understand why. (laughs) But it's because he's like a bodyguard and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I don't. So it it was cute. I I enjoyed it fine, but it just wasn't like one of my absolute favorites. But it is one of those where I like I couldn't tell if I was reading it if I would have liked it better. Hate those, right? (laughs) Yeah, and that's always a bummer because then you want to go back and read it, but then also I'm the type that. I've got so many books to read. Like I can't just listen and read and do all of the things. So yeah, so many good ones coming up. And, and that yeah. is one thing that they don't tell you about being an author is you're going to be so busy that you're going to forget what reading is. <laughs> like when I say I've pretty much been an audiobook listener, like 
I had to do audio. Otherwise, I wasn't reading. Yeah. For a long time. And then as soon as my final, <laughs> my final was sent to Amazon and yeah. like ready to go, I just like binged so many books. Like I've oh my gosh. bought so many books by yeah. author friends recently. And I pretty much went through this entire stack here. Oh my gosh. Mine's on top, but. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Make signals. <laughs> I went through it so fast. Like five books in two or three weeks. Wow. Which, yeah. It was worth it though. Yeah. Yeah. You had some good ones there. Was it hard <laughs> going back and forth between like reading or listening and then writing or, or was that a little bit more separate since you were listening? Um, honestly, like I've obviously never just copied something that somebody else writes because that's plagiarism. But well, yeah. like weirdly enough, sometimes I actually get inspired by just it could be like a word or a mm -hmm. phrase or something and it just makes something click in the book that I'm writing it's the weirdest thing like I don't even know like it's not even that I end up writing the same thing it's like oh they got together because of that what if my characters got together because of that like it makes me yeah fix like plot holes and stuff that I didn't see a way out of before like it's so weird how writing and reading, like, obviously it makes sense, but they coincide so much because, I don't know, it's so weird how you can be inspired by, like, the littlest thing or, yeah. like, a song on the radio and you, like, really get into listening to the lyrics and then all of a yeah. sudden you're like, oh, that's what I'm going to write. It, like, clicks. <laughs> it makes you think of your character somehow and, like, just your characters, like, take over your brain. It's the weirdest. So cool. But also the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you, like, like, I was talking to Nellie about this, too, like, where she, I mean, she said, she's like, you know, they just live on in your brain. And so she's been so good about kind of, like, continuing on, like, with their with posting about them which is which is just cool you know do you like think about them still like and I don't know like think, think about what they're doing oh my gosh yeah so I feel like I was just immersed in their story until the moment it was published so it's just like it's hard to move on from them honestly yeah and I'm trying to have little moments where you get to see them again in the second book, which mm -hmm. obviously I haven't finished completely drafting, but it's fun to like get to come up with where they're at now because it's like the next year in the book that I'm writing now. So mm -hmm. it's really fun. I like there's times when I'm like trying to talk about coffee and the contingency plan and I have to like stop and think of like Val and Brody, Val and Brody, Val and Brody. And then like what are my next character's names? Because I'm so like still in that one. So yeah, Hannah and Miles, Hannah and Miles. But that makes sense. I mean, you just, <laughs> that you know, you just released yeah. that. So that makes so much sense for them to be so right. forefront in, in your brain. Yeah, and they were so in my brain for so long. And it's the weirdest thing, but I, I think finishing the first book and I was even like still drafting I think when I did this, but it helped me to kind of know what the rest of the series is going to look like because mm -hmm. it helps me pepper in those characters. Yeah. Like you saw every 
love interest in this book that's going to be in the entire series. Some were just barely and some were like yeah. in it a lot. So it's pretty crazy. Like it's so fun to know where it's going. So I like outlined as much as I could out of the next books so that I could put them in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jessica, so much for coming on and talking with me. I'm so excited for you and everything you've got in the works. Um, before we go, would you share an out-of-context quote or word or anything you're comfortable sharing? Maybe we can do it for Coffee in the Contention Sheep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> for Coffee. <laughs> For coffee and the contingency plan for those who maybe haven't started that one yet. And then okay. if you do have something in mind for book two, we can do that too. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah. And coffee and the contingency plan is kind of a mouthful. So <laughs> I know that. Um, let's see. So like you want me to try my best out of direct quote or should I just, hmm, what do I do? What do I do? I mean, yeah, honestly, anything that comes to mind for you. Oh, my gosh. Um, can I just talk about how scary it is to, like, open your book that you wrote and then be like, <gasps> I forgot to put that in there. Like, that's a scary feeling. <laughs> I can't believe I wrote that. I literally was just reading this quote. It says, I'm here to point out the beauty in case your mind makes you believe it doesn't exist. Like, ugh. I do like that one. Ugh. So good. Yeah, I was gonna okay. say the one on the dance floor that he says is something about wishing he could keep her because he doesn't think she's the type of person he'll be able to keep for long or something yeah. like that. Yeah. He's like a he's like a closet softy. You don't expect he is a closet softy. <laughs> oh my gosh. And can we talk about the fact that he has glasses? I feel like not enough male characters have glasses. Yeah. I just needed him to have glasses. And I know it probably didn't make sense because he was a baseball player and like baseball players don't really wear glasses. But like I wear glasses and I used to wear yeah. contacts all the time. And now mm -hmm. I just don't care. Me too. <laughs> it takes a lot to make me put in my contacts. <laughs> so, I feel like I look weird with my contacts in now. Right. Me too. And so I felt like, I mean he could have felt that way even though he like goes to the gym and stuff like people get sick of putting their contacts in so yeah. he's just gonna be a glasses guy and he's not really I mean he still works out but he's like not an athlete anymore where that would really get right. in the way exactly okay out of context quote your choice or it doesn't have to be a quote it could be a scene a, a word even um so yeah out of all the bars and all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. It's kind of like a Casablanca, but he makes it his own. Yeah. Love that. I guess I'm not supposed to make a context, so I should stop. Yeah, no context. I'm to explain it. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to read to find out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I come up with one for book two? I think I can. Let me just think for a second. Um... It's not going to be a direct quote. It's going to be a uh, off the top of my head, but he says something like, you say your dating history is a wreck, but I think you've just been going after the wrong people. Love that. Can't wait. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for this book. 
it's gonna be fun to read or fun to write hopefully fun to read i mean but yeah for me (laughs) it's brother's best friend and hannah right and miles it's gonna be great (laughs) there's a wedding in colorado so oh my gosh wedding shenanigans (laughs) pretty scenery romance all of all of the things and there's there's an only one bed moment oh my god say less (laughs) (laughs) well and i feel i feel like their banter is going to be top tier Mm -hmm. they've known each other for like their entire lives they like grew up with each other so it's one of those things where she's had a crush for a very long time but it just keeps getting bigger and his just to make it not so creepy you know because like he's the older one he didn't really realize how he felt about her until they were older so so excited I guess I'm writing a lot of crushes which is weird because I don't really have any but (laughs) I guess I do in fiction (laughs) it it makes for good romance books (laughs) right Yeah, and then my next book after that is going to be Mutual Pining, and I am so excited about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going to be like kind of like pen pal friends, like text each other all the time, but they don't see each other a lot. Love that. I love it. I love the text messages. I'm living for them right now in all the books I'm reading. I know, and somebody who does it really well is Amy Dawes. She has uh, actually Amy Dawes and um, Megan Quinn. I always love reading their text message, like group texts, and they're hilarious and funny. And I guess those two words mean the same thing, but it's so much fun to read those. So I was like, I feel like I need to write my own. Yes. Oh, and another person that's really good at it is Chloe Lisa. So yes, love her too. Love her too. I still need to finish her series. I finished, I just finished book one last month. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, so oh, good. It's such a good ride. Um, I didn't find her until maybe like, gosh, how long has she been doing this now? I think maybe like two years is what I found her back mm-hmm. in. I think she had the first two or three out by the time mm-hmm. I found her. So I like inhaled those. Yeah. And then they're so good. So good. I can't wait to finish. I don't know what she laces those with, but <laughs> they are <laughs> top tier. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't know if you listened to my, um, I think it was, no, I think it was in Chelsea's episode that I was talking um, to my friend Kristen and I was like, my tagline for this podcast is just going to be like, your TBR will hate me because we're just <laughs> going to be talking about all these amazing books it's so true. that everyone needs to read. I Was it even you that I was talking to? Was it you that I was talking to one time? I had a question box and I was like, is it you said what you were reading? I think it was. Oh, um, oh yes. Megan Cousins. Yes, because I was reading the change up, but there's two. And then I was like, is it this one or is it this one? <laughs> and you're like, oh, God, that's another one I have to add. <laughs> yes, because it was the Megan Quinn series, right? The baseball series. Yeah, I have it on my Kindle. <laughs> They're so good, too. Like, And I actually read the first one of Megan Cousins. So I am excited. Is the second one out now? Is it, did it just come out? No, it comes out. The second one, I just read the arc for it. The second one comes out um, on the 25th. Okay, it's, so I've got a little time to... Yeah, you've got some time. Clear the TBR before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good, though. I think I think you'll like it if you liked the first one. It's so cute. Yeah, 
It looks kind of outdoorsy. Yes. Yeah. It's like set in Yellowstone and um, they're both, yeah. And they're both in STEM. So it does have like a lot of, of that component. They're out there. Oh, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. They're out there for like a work thing and they've, it's, it's like best friends to lovers. It's, it's really good. Yeah. I'm also excited for, there's so many books I'm excited for. And one year, I think interviewing tomorrow. So congratulations. Thank you. I am truly freaking out. It's <laughs> amazing. I cannot I, wait for the co-op. So. Oh my gosh. So I don't know how I got an arc for that either, but um because I haven't talked to Tara too much before this, like a couple times, but you know what I mean, not anything right. like too much. But um but I read it when I got it because I knew I was going to be talking to her and I was like, I want to read it before then. So I, I read it in like a day and I'm already ready to reread it, but it is phenomenal. Like I, it is so good. I've never read a book like it. I don't think like there's so, I can't wait to read it. It's so good. They're so messy, Mm. but like their journey together is just, Oh, it's the best part. (laughs) It's so good. So yeah, I am I am officially in freakout mode of like how do I keep my cool talking <laughs> to her. Yeah, I'm told by everybody that's talked about her book coming out and um Hannah Bonham Young too. Yes. I've read for hers too. I've I've read really good things. I still need to read her first one though. It's very good. You very should good. definitely do that. Yes. It's on my list. Yep. <laughs> the never-ending list. The never-ending list, but I do. I have so many that I'm excited to get to. I'm reading Chelsea's second book right now, which is so good. I'm savoring it. I'm not reading it fast at all because I just want it to last. Um, when does it come out? It comes out the 11th, October 11th. Oh, wow. That's that's very soon. Yeah, comes out soon. Um, and I'm like 45% into it, I think. So I'm like about to get to like the real good stuff <laughs> of like where they you know like peak 50% romance when they actually like get together <laughs> we all know what happens though. yep um <laughs> but I also started accidentally Amy today because that should be kind of like a quicker read oh, I have that one too I need to read okay I'm only like three chapters in but it's super cute like quintessential quirky heroine <laughs> Like meet cute with her that turns out to be her boss. Really cute. Right. I th- she must have posted like the first few pages of the first chapter or something. I know I've yeah. read it, but I guess I do have the paperback too. That because I bought it because it was freaking gorgeous. Because it's and so I pretty. Love that color and yeah. And then I've heard really good things about Icebreaker by Hannah. I've Grace. been seeing that one everywhere, and like scandalized also. Yes, I've seen both of those. Have you read that one? Not yet. Um, but Nellie said it was really, really good. And I have seen it around. I've seen really good reviews. Um, and then the same with Icebreaker. I had like two people tell me that I need to read it. So I'm like, okay. So I wow. think that one's next up for me. Awesome. I'm but. excited to chat with you in the dms about both of those <laughs> yes ma'am we'll do it whenever we both may get to those <laughs> yeah <laughs> like two months from now probably when i actually <laughs> maybe we should just do a buddy read together so that we both know we're doing the same thing at the same time oh my gosh yes let's do that that would be so fun 
<laughs> and then do, please tell me what you think of Sarah Adams. Be, um, you said the match, right? Yeah, because I've read – so they're kind of, like, connected somehow. Yeah. I've read the other two, like, the the roommate one. Yes. The temporary roommate and whatever the other one is. And then I've also read um, the football one. Why can't I think yes. the name? Cheat sheet. But I bought the newest. Like, I did the pre-order for that. Yes. So that just came in, like, last week. And then I have these two on audio. And hers are so fun to listen to on audio because it's just like a trip. <laughs> I love hers. Oh my gosh. I need to, I haven't listened to them on audio though. That would be so fun. I do. Yeah. So it's the match and the enemy is like that little duology. And I love them both, but the enemy is my favorite. <laughs> the two. Okay. I've heard a lot of good things about the enemy and I thought mm-hmm. about just skipping ahead, but I, I for some reason can't. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it's better probably to read them in order. I don't. Did she write these before the mm-hmm. other ones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I it can was kind of tell it's her like earlier writing. Yeah. But like, yeah. Like she is so hilarious in like yeah. the three that I've read. She's like, I wish I could write like her. Oh it's my gosh. So it, it is so good. It's so lighthearted and just happy. <laughs> and she just like has these like funny little quips. Like, yes. So awesome. And I just yeah. laugh. Yeah. Well, when in Rome is my it, it's officially bumped up to my my top favorite of hers. So I'm so excited. I have to finish these other two, otherwise I'll never yeah. go back to them. So I just have to go back and then. Yeah, no, you need to do that. And I do, I do like those two a lot. But yeah, when in Rome really jumped up top for me. It's Ooh. so good. I've heard so cute that it's really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, the TBR never ending, literally. <laughs> Especially on Bookstagram because every single day you're just like, <laughs> yep. <sighs> that is definitely the your TBR will hate me. That is definitely true. I'm doing the Lord's work. <laughs> we just rattled off like 20 books. So, <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. I love talking with you about your book, and I'm so excited for everything you have coming up. Thank you. I'm um, do you want to just real, just real quick before we go, just shamelessly plug yourself here and let people know where they can find you? Oh my goodness, I am Jessica underscore Costello underscore, which is kind of odd, but um, that is on Instagram, and then my TikTok is I think it's Jess Costello writes or something like that, but. I'm pretty sure I have it linked in my Instagram if you just go there first. So yeah, I that's pretty much what I've got at the moment. Perfect. You can obviously follow me, Goodreads, Amazon, anywhere, but I definitely post the most on Instagram. And do you have a newsletter for um, at all? I forgot to look before. I do. Yeah, I have a sign up in my bio, so... Yep. On Instagram. Perfect. Well, I will link all your stuff in the comments as well. So it'll be easy access clicks for everyone. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you. This is really fun. Thank you. <laughs> my I had... first podcast. You did it. Me too. <laughs> first book and my first podcast. I want to celebrate. <laughs> I had so much fun. <laughs> yes. So much to celebrate. <laughs> and uh, you'll have to come back for book two. So we can chit chat about all that is Hannah and Miles. Oh, absolutely. I'm yours whenever you want me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much.
Thank you. Can you guys believe it about book two? Oh my gosh, I am oh so excited. And thank you, Jessica, for giving us the exclusive here on the podcast to share about book two. Oh my gosh, I just can't wait. And, you know, I hope through the little snippets and quotes that we gave you guys for coffee and the contingency plan that we convinced you to go and pick that one up if you haven't yet, because I loved it so much and I think you guys will love it too. It is available on Kindle and Kindle Unlimited, so you guys can go and grab that at any time. And then you also need to go and follow Jessica. I'll put her tag in the description below so you guys can go and follow along with her and get all of the snippets that she's going to be sharing about book two coming out next year. I, I am so, so excited for that one. And then you guys, next week, I cannot believe the words that are coming out of my mouth, but I was able to talk with Tara DeWitt. Tara DeWitt, author of Rootbound and Funny Feelings, and now the co-op coming out October 25th. I am so excited to share that conversation with you guys and for you guys to get your hands on the co-op. So stay tuned for that episode because it's going to be a good one. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of Athens Booked Podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss any of the amazing upcoming episodes we're going to have. We will have exclusive interviews with indie authors as well as chat with bookstagrammers to bring you the very best book recommendations. You can also find me on Instagram or TikTok at Athens Booked. And you can sign up for my newsletter at www.athensbooked.com so you get all the notifications for everything that we've got coming up.